Our summer book club continues today. This is this book, The Tiger's Wife, is my first pick for the month of July. I've actually picked five novels uh, for our summer book list. You can get them all at our website, thetakeaway.org. But this one, The Tiger's Wife, is captivating from the moment you open the front cover. It explores one woman's family history through myths, fables, folklore. You're never the, the blurred line between myth and reality in the Balkans region. The book had a lot of buzz before it was even published. That's thanks to some experts, excerpts that were included in The New Yorker. Taya Obrecht is the uh, author. She won the Orange Prize for the book this year at the age of 25, which makes her the youngest person ever to do so. The Orange Prize, uh, one of the UK's most prestigious literary prizes. And Taya joins us today from Ithaca, New York. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Hi. You know, it's interesting the way your book is structured, that the present day action, that the actual action of the, the main character, Natalia, could probably occupy maybe 90 pages. It's it's all the memories and, and stories of her grandfather that fill up all the rest of the book. Was that intentional? I think it was. And I think that um, the book is largely, um, well, not largely, to some degree, the book is about... Um, how we conceive of the stories of someone after they've 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 passed on, and so the book really belongs more uh, to the grandfather than it does to Natalia. Um, but it's through her that we form an emotional attachment to the grandfather. So I, I actually I didn't count the pages, but I'm 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 not surprised that it's that it's that little. <laughs> I, I didn't count them either. I'm completely guessing. But to a certain oh, okay. <laughs> to a certain extent, um, the the book in a way is us following Natalia as she grapples with her grandfather's death. She begins the book unable to really speak to other people about the fact that he's died. Yeah, I I think that um, for for her especially and, and sort of um, in, in the Balkans in general, there's this idea of, of the, the denial of the reality of death. And, and, and there's this cultural idea of not really speaking about horrible things when they happen and sort of processing them on your own and, and coming to terms, you know, coming to terms with them publicly in a different way. And, and I think that that sort of seeped in, into the narrative. Taya, you know, I'm, I'm struck by the, the notion of mythology in the Balkans that is woven throughout your book. And I'm wondering if you have any sort of reaction to the to the kind of coming to reality that is all about the Ratko Mladic, uh, you know, d- detention, finally giving him up, which involved a, a real transformation among the people who must have been hiding him, and what his trial is going to represent in this mythological sort of look at what happened during the Balkan Wars. Um, I think that uh, sort of realistically, whenever whenever we, we hang on to, and by we I don't mean just people in the Balkans, but we in general, sure. whenever we hang on to these um, relics of bad times, you, you know, you, you sort of... You you live in in a false mythology of of perhaps a, a glorified past and 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 people glorify things that perhaps are not um, are not accurate you know historically accurate and I think that any movement against that is a is a great movement forward so so it'll be interesting to see what kind of results happen um, sort of culturally now that, that this will uh, be put behind everyone. We're speaking to Taya Obrecht. She's the author of the book, The Tiger's Wife, which is my first selection on summer book reading. One of the things that makes it such great summer reading, I think, Taya, and I, be, you know, if you don't agree with me, absolutely let me know. But one of the reasons is because in a certain way, it's divided into a whole series of short stories that there's this, this the framework of Natalia coming to terms with her grandfather's death and what's going on with her in inoculating a group of orphans. And 
couched in that, hidden in that, are the stories, the background stories of all these people that somehow intersected with their grandfather's life. It's as though you, you wanted people to take it like a really rich chocolate and, and savor the morsel and then Ooh. set it down to, 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 to kind of uh, dwell on for a while. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, I'll take that as a compliment. It is you. a compliment. That is the compliment that it is. Thank you. No, it's um, it's uh, thank thank you. Um, I I think that um, there there is this idea in in sort of in Balkan fables and in the way people tell stories in the Balkans that everything is is connected to everything else through this lattice work that you perhaps don't see on the surface level and then becomes more and more apparent as the story goes on. And I, I think that, um, I mean, that was definitely something I wanted to play with, but I'm, I'm glad that, that it was effective. Thank You're you. You're a fan of chocolate, I gather. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Did you, do you see this as in, in some ways an anti-war novel? You talk about how the years of war there, and you never really specify where we are, although it feels like we're visiting in on the siege of Sarajevo and other important battles, but you call it the delusion of normalcy but never peace. Do you, see the, do you think this novel could be seen as anti-war? I, I I would love that, um, and you know my my sentiments when writing it were definitely anti-war. Um, but you know once you once once it's when once it's out there, you uh, you have very little control over how it's received. And so hopefully, if it's seen as a war novel, as, as an anti-war novel, um, that would be that would be wonderful. Um, yeah. Although you were you seem to have been very meticulous. We're talking with Tay Albrecht, uh, author of the novel The Tiger's Wife. You seem to have been really meticulous in not sharing your sentiments about characters, about even those who did awful things, you didn't judge them in your prose. Well, thank you. Um, I, I think that, I mean, that was something as, as a writer that I was that I tried to be very conscious of because I think that books often fail when the hand of the author is, is seen, when the, when the author's hand appears too much um, as this sort of philosophizing force. Um, but I, uh, I, I, you know... I wanted to write about human stories. I wanted to write about stories that were about how people dealt with the strife, with how people came through their own difficulties, stories based on um, what I'd heard from family members and friends who had, who had lived through the war. And I, I, didn't wanted to, uh, I didn't want to point fingers at anyone um, because it was this sort of um, overall responsibility, this Balkan-wide responsibility, I think. And, uh, and I, I, hope that that, um, I hope that that came across. And on a completely different subject, I'm wondering if you're you're taking lessons from other young authors who've come before you. There are so often that young authors have a, a great big huge debut and they can never quite either either justifiably or unjustifiably, they they never get reach the same success as they do with their first really successful novels. Is that something you, you worry about or no? You know, I um I, I wanted to write all my life, and the fact that I get to do it is 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 pretty uh, pretty amazing to me still. Um, so for however long I get to do it, I will I will continue to be amazed. Um, but I, you know, I mean, sure, I, I worry about that. I, I and I'm probably going to be worrying about it still, even after even if I publish a third or fourth novel. Um, I think that there's always this this fear that the well is going to run out and that you don't even know where the bottom is. But uh, right now I'm. I'm Writers yes, are that's right. That's, yeah. that's right. Yes, um, that's so true. Um, but I, I think that, um, that right now I'm, I'm mostly concerned about developing the same attachment to the next project as I had to this one because that kind of that's the kind of thing you can't fake. And when you're living in that connection, if it's false, you know, you spend every day with something that you're not really that 
adamant about that you don't believe in that much. And, and, and that's a horrifying thought for me. So right now, that is that is my primary concern. Well, your next novel does not fill me with horror. I, I anticipate it with <laughs> great relish. Taya Albrecht is the author of the award-winning book, The Tiger's Wife, part of our summer book club. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And you can join the book club now. Call 877-8-MY-TAKE, 877-869-8253. You can find out more about our series. Give us your titles. Give us why. Head to thetakeaway.org. I'm John Hockenberry. And I'm Celeste Headley. This is The Takeaway. I'm David Remnick, host of the New Yorker Radio Hour. There's nothing like finding a story you can really sink into that lets you tune out the noise and focus on what matters. In print or here on the podcast, the New Yorker brings you thoughtfulness and depth and even humor that you can't find anywhere else. So please join me every week for the New Yorker Radio Hour, wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.